question for you. Okay. And that question is, would you rather have diarrhoea during your wedding ceremony or <laughs> diarrhoea on your wedding night? I mean, I love these. I, I really want to know where you find all of these. Um, uh, the darkest places of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So what was it like during the ceremony or off or or the wedding night? Yeah. So during yeah, that time that go... everyone could see you, or the time where yeah. you're meant to be a bit more intimate, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go wedding night because I'd rather not have everyone see that. That's gonna be weird though when you're trying to explain that to your to your husband. But there's gonna be plenty of other moments, right? This is just one night. This is just one night, yeah. Whereas you've got a day with like photographers and videographers and millions of people, well, hundreds of people watching, that that's going to live forever then if people capture that moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. To be honest, if I was doing the photography, I would 100% capture that. Um... <laughs> it would, even if you didn't mean to, you could accidentally. And then it's like, oh, that, that photo is yeah. around for life now. Yeah, I think that's the other thing. Yeah. So really, then it's down to your husband's discretion. Exactly. Wife, and you know, you'd like to think that he'd be on your side in this situation. Yeah. So, what you... I mean, it's not ideal. So, what are you thinking then? That I'd rather have... What was the, what was the wording again? What did you say? It was you'd rather... <laughs> have diarrhoea. <laughs> have on diarrhoea on my wedding night, not during my ceremony, please. Cool, that is going to be one explosive wedding night, isn't it? <laughs> the logic is there. Right? No, I, you I get you. No, I totally get the logic. You would say the same. Yeah, <laughs> unless, but then yeah, and then hopefully your husband doesn't. Unless tell the there story. was literally no one at your wedding. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a bit sad, isn't it? <laughs> or it could be a private wedding. Didn't think about that actually. It'd still be more than one person, though, right? That would th- so it, it could just be your husband, or it could be your husband and like his mum who's witnessing the ceremony. <laughs> You know, you have to have a witness. The ring bearer. Like, either way, the, you're getting too many witnesses. The ring bearer, bring up the ring, ceremony. nice and quiet, and then all of a sudden, bang. <laughs> the flower girl is having shock on their face. <laughs> I can imagine it'd be traumatic now. It's just not okay. It's, that's not okay. Fair enough. <laughs> right, okay then. So, welcome back to Quarantine Biscuits. This is episode 11, I believe now. Uh, you know, flying through them. And joining me today is the wonderful... Shannon. <laughs> Do you feel uncomfortable? I, I kind of felt a little bit like, you know, when you have to dial into a conference call yeah. and you hear the automated message and it goes, say your name after the tone. <laughs> I felt like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah very, Shannon. Very robotic. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon. <laughs> this is a call from Shannon. Yes, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Very good. Uh, Shannon, would you like to give yourself a very brief intro? Okay. Um, I mean, it's um, where to start. Um, I will go with how long I've known you for, actually, because I was thinking about this earlier, mm. and we met, obviously, through acting, but I actually don't know when that was. No. Was it like three years ago Well, now? technically, saw you at a Lambda exam first. Oh, yeah, when I used to not speak to anybody. Yeah, that was funny when you just come in. It's like, who's this girl that just comes in and doesn't examine and leaves? Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, it must be. It must be about three years. God, wow. Yes. I didn't think it was as long so, as that, I'll be honest. It has gone very fast, hasn't it? Mm. All the good times. Um, 
but yeah <laughs> so that's that's how we met and so that's a little bit about me I guess so I do a bit of acting and stuff yep do a bit of acting and stuff and, um, and, that is, and stuff. <laughs> that's you no, fair enough. <laughs> to be honest, these these oh, intros are always funny because you never know what someone's going to say. They could they come out with a whole shebang of who they are, what they are, and then some people are like, yeah, I I just like to, you know, live life, and then that's it. That's that's basically me. Yeah, I just like to live life. You know, <laughs> so that should have you been can't, my intro. You can't steal my intro. I'm sorry, it's not allowed. <laughs> you could have given that to me before. <laughs> so today, our topic that I. You know, I was talking to you a bit beforehand just to give you, you know, get some ideas from you, see what you'd like to talk about. And traveling was a, a main mm-hmm. theme. So uh, yes. rather, I think, cheesily. Is that a word, cheesily? I don't know, maybe. I don't know what the word is for it, but I know what you're trying to get at. Cheesily. <laughs> In that sense, being very cheesy, I thought we'd talk about how traveling has defined you. That sounds like a really mm-hmm. cheesy title, and I think that would be uh, quite cool. So, uh, without further ado, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> let's begin the conversation. Let's maybe start off with the question of what part of travelling really defined you. So, obviously, you've been to quite a few places, I would say. Yeah, I've been very lucky to have done quite a mm. bit of travelling, actually. And yeah. anywhere in particular um, that you think has really sort of changed you or helped you become who you are now yeah so um at the end of 2017 um I decided to take like an extended break so I went and traveled a few places for like uh, about five months and I think that having the extended break and seeing multiple places all in a all in a row and not not just a two-week or one-week holiday was like the biggest thing and it could just because it gives you that space away from real life to like just take a step back from all of the distractions that you have at home yeah um but in particular one of the places i visited um was cambodia oh wow and yeah it's an incredible place it's it's full of like amazingly friendly caring um wonderful people um, and it's also a country that's incredibly poor and um, has has experienced just terror for like thirty. For, it was only like thirty years ago where they had the um, Cambodian genocide over there. Yeah. It was like nineteen seventy five, and so we learned all about that and why the population is so young because what uh, they estimated that like 1.5 million to 2 million Cambodians were actually uh killed during the um four years of the genocide which is just insane to think about and the fact that it was only like 30 something years ago 25 years Mm. ago and I literally knew nothing about it until I went there because I literally went to Cambodia because I wanted to go to um Angkor Wat and see all of the temples um where Tomb Raider was filmed, one of the Tomb Raider films, and I love how that that suddenly was so serious to basically where <laughs> Tomb Raider was filmed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was all like, you know, genocide and all the seriousness of that. And it was like, <laughs> but they did film Tomb Raider there, so you know. <laughs> 
I know I didn't want to keep I didn't want to keep it on like a a low level um so I didn't want to be like no one's going to want to listen to this because it's going to be depressing for everybody um <laughs> quick throw in a pop reference pop culture reference throw it in now <laughs> <laughs> it was just which I Tomb Raider out of interest going, sorry now I'm now I'm interested oh, what uh, was yeah. it um, was it an older one with like Angelina yes, Jolie or yes. was it you'll oh, okay. know I can't remember the ne- the title of it they're all the same they're but, all yeah. the same title I feel I'll be honest <laughs> yeah you, and they just merge into one ultimately pretty much like, yeah. that one with this in it but yeah um, it's it was one of them was filmed there and when um, Angelina Jolie went to Cambodia I think that she had like a similar experience or feeling as to how I feel about that country now because um, oh yeah yeah it's like you kind of go there and just get so drawn to it because and as well like obviously I was talking about all of the horrors that happened there but when you actually go there the Cambodians have really flourished flourished and they want to teach you about what has happened but they don't like hold on to it they're not they don't act like victims no, so it's like a learning yeah. sort of tool, almost. You know, they're using that very dark time to sort of bring Move. positivity and, yeah, I guess, understanding That's, into the the world yeah, now. Definitely, and and to, I would recommend to anyone to go there. It's such an incredible place. It, um, like I said, the people really, really make it for you. They're so friendly, and they want to tell you their stories. Um, yeah, they really enjoy that, and they want to hear about you as well because we're still to that we haven't been traveling there for like in the masses they don't get loads of tourists over there um no. and especially going there being like having blonde hair blue eyes everything i me and my sister were just getting stared at because they 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 just like they don't really see many tourists in some of the, the places no, that we ended no. up going to so we were kind of like aliens to some of the people which was just insane um but yeah, I just feel like you like it's such a humble place, and I visited it very early on in my sort of five month travels, and um, to have that contrast of what it's like at home to what it's like in Cambodia and how happy yeah. the people are when they have so little, um, was just amazing. And so I've, every time someone asks me about travelling, I'm always like, Cambodia is the place you have to go to. It's amazing. Yeah, no, that's a. A great thing to sort of hear about to be honest and you know i've never had that chance to go anywhere that's that's got such a history in that sense um and obviously to learn from i mean i i've been to places but i think obviously well saying that i'm have you ever been to thailand uh yeah we went to thailand as well um oh was that on your travels Mm, yeah right you talk about it first and i'll interject because i can actually uh I've been, so okay. I have some sort of <laughs> connection there. Okay. So tell me about your Thailand trip. Thailand, yeah, Thailand was interesting because we we started off, we actually started it in um, Bangkok first for a few days and then we got a bus across the border to Cambodia. So we did Thailand in sort of like two parts. Um, oh, right, yeah. But when I told, um, when I left, I had to leave my job to go traveling and when I left their present to me and my well and my sister because she benefited from it as well was um a nice hotel in Bangkok so we stayed in like that's a really nice gift honestly it was so good wow (laughs) it was um very very luxury it was like the best hotel I think I've ever stayed in and um we stayed there for like three nights I think just to you we traveled such a long way 
everyone was like, yeah, you're not going to want to stay trip. in a hostel. Yeah. So they got oh us my. a hotel, um, which was the best gift. Um, so we yeah. did a little bit of that. We did some temples there and our hotel was right on the river. So we traveled around by riverboat most of the time, which was really cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. I would say. Um, and then we just did like, we, oh, we so we got a bus from Bangkok to Siem Reap in Cambodia. So we had to cross the uh, Thai Cambodian border. How was that? Foot. <laughs> Yeah. Was um, that fun? <laughs> it was not what I expected. I'm kind of like this one of these people that just I'll just go with it. Like what like once we get there. But my sister looked it up and thankfully she did. Um so we'd already had all of our visas and everything in place because it's quite a um corrupt border. Yeah. Um so you have to if you don't have your visa, you can sort of pay your way in, but um we didn't want to do you that. You didn't feel like doing that this time. Didn't want to risk that. Um, but you have to, like, you can't go on the bus through the border. You have to get off the bus. Um, right, yeah. And it's, like, it's mad to describe it because you're not even going to, like, really believe it. But it's full of, it's quite a long, it's, like, two miles or something, like a mile and a half, to walk from Thailand through into Cambodia and then to, like, this little shed where you show them your passport. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Are you sure you went to the right border? Uh, honestly, it's so <laughs> just funny. Just went to some random shed. Honestly, but they had like the um, fingerprint scanners and everything in this literal shed. Um, That's mad, isn't it? It was really strange. But the the border was full of people. It was so busy and there were like chickens and goats walking around and then there'd be these big cars, loads of motorbikes and it was just full of casinos. Um because on one side you can't gamble i think it's like the thai side you can't gamble or something so everybody goes hops over the border just to go and go into all the casinos so it was a really like us going to hartford or london yeah (laughs) yeah basically i don't think they've got a stone house over there um (laughs) but yeah so and apparently it's one of the most dangerous borders is a dangerous border to cross but i was just in awe i was looking around if somebody wanted to <laughs> mug me at that point it would have been so easy because i was literally so distracted by everything around me that's hilarious Honestly. i just imagine all this like really like all this drama around you just like <laughs> skipping through like oh, look at that shed <laughs> yeah pretty much just literally in a world of my own the whole time but yeah that Fair was enough. very very interesting um to do that and then, yeah, we just did some of the islands in Thailand. Um, but you said you've been. Whereabouts did you go when you was? We went um, to Ha Hin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard I of Ha. Didn't go there. Whereabouts? Is that? But do you know it? You know it exists though. Um, yeah, I've heard of it, but I'm not exactly sure. That's fine because I can't really remember. Okay. Um, <laughs> so bear in mind, we went uh, when we were like eleven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was a crazy time. Um, but yeah, we went to stay in Ha Hin and then we did, I think two days in Bangkok mm-hmm. to end it. So we kind of did a reversal of what you did. Yeah. So we were in and then sort of edged out a bit, but, um, no, it was, it was amazing. I will say that that I'm so glad I did go because it kind of just, it was uh, such an experience. Yeah. It really was. Um, did you ever go in any of the tuk-tuks by chance? Um, yes, basically, oh my. I, I loved them. I was actually gutted to have to get in a car, to be honest. No, I did love them, but they were absolutely terrifying when they took the turns. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, 
you know, you're thinking, I've got no belt and I'm going to slide right out into this road. Um, <laughs> but no, I, well, funny enough, I got a story. Did I ever tell you about the time that I almost got taken by a tuk-tuk? No. Oh my God, I oh, okay. this story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, me and my brother remember this quite well. But, um, and this, right, I'm just going to put it out there. It makes my mum sound bad. She's not bad. <laughs> Let's okay. just put that out there. Just a caveat okay. this story um, before you tell it. So, my mum was walking ahead of us um, at the time, and then me and my brother were a little bit back, you know, being cool, cool brothers that we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just walking, and then all of a sudden, this guy grabs my arm and is like, You ride Tuk Tuk. And I sort of just looked at my brother, and he looked at me, and we're like, What? <laughs> And he was like, you ride tuk-tuk. And he tried pulling me onto his tuk-tuk. Stop it. And I was like, at which point me and my brother were like, Mum? Mum, help us. Mum? We're getting kidnapped. (laughs) Honestly? Oh my God, that's scary though. But yeah, no, that is quite scary. But like, at the time, we didn't really clock with us, like what could have happened. Uh, It's only when we look back on it that it was quite funny because when someone says about Thailand and me and my brother are around and we both look at each other and go, do you remember that tuk tuk? Um, <laughs> That's so, your biggest memory of Thailand. <laughs> how bad? No, well, it's it's one of them definitely. I went mm-hmm. to this place called Monkey Mountain. Did oh, you right. ever? Did I don't know if you've heard of that. I, I have, but it, we didn't go. We didn't go there. We was we really just sort of island hopped. Um. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was interesting to say the least. I don't know if it was officially called Monkey Mountain. I'll be honest, but that's is it what I because think it was called. there's monkeys? On the like mountain. There. Yeah, see, I probably wouldn't much. have gone anyway because I'm petrified. Like, I'm not petrified, but, like, I've only ever dealt with the monkeys in Gibraltar and they will steal your stuff. No, honestly, yeah, they, like, you had the option. You can take bananas up with you. Like, they, you can pay for bananas to feed the monkeys. Yeah, so they give you, like, they give you bananas to go up at the mountain with to feed the monkeys. But these monkeys, they don't tell you. They're really aggressive. Yes. Like, they were jumping on the tuk-tuk and taking the bananas from the bag. So we literally had, like, two bananas. We had, like, a whole bunch of, like, eight bananas or something, and we lost all of it on the way up. <laughs> yeah, they're um, clever. They're clever and scary. They're very clever. Yeah, very clever indeed. And all those videos where you see someone, like, you know, struggling um, yeah. with all these monkeys and they get attacked and stuff, I now know their pain. Yes. It's like, it, it can be terrifying because they're just, they're everywhere all of a sudden. They kind of like swarm you, don't they? Um, yeah, I mean, this is like one of the memories I have from Thailand. But like, obviously, we did a lot of really cool stuff. So we visited a lot of the temples. I don't know if you got to visit many. We did a few um, of the like sort of colourful ones in Bangkok, but then we mm. decided because we did loads of temples in Cambodia, we then decided to do you were templed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they're beautiful, but mm. we just decided to. Um, do some of the islands instead and we managed to do a really cool trip to a place called Koh Rock and Ooh. there's no um, hotels or anything it's literally a day trip but you can camp on one of the islands and did it's, you camp? Uh, no we didn't realise until we got there that you could do that oh that's annoying um, so we, that's yeah, crazy it's, yeah but there were these big um, what are those like really massive lizard looking things called that doesn't help does it well like the big massive like Komodo dragons. Com- yes, they're, they're the ones the... that can kill people. Do they kill? But they're in one of the James <laughs> they... Bond films, and they do eat someone. Uh, 
I love how you're basing your knowledge of the James Bond movie. <laughs> Notoriously accurate. If I don't, if I don't, I just want to make sure that you know what I'm talking about. No, so I I'm think like, it is. Might... The dragons. They're like the big, the big, massive ones. That they like... look like a dinosaur. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm not, see, I'm not even going to laugh at that because I feel the same. They they do look a bit dino-like, don't they? Yeah. So... But they um, they're just roaming around the island, so we were having that's terrifying. Well, they were they. I didn't know that they killed people at this point, so I was just like, oh my god, look at this thing! It's so cool. So <laughs> we were just hanging out with it. There was like two of them, as you just do, hanging around the island. Um, but Did yeah. you have a tour guide that you lost halfway through? No, they were just they were friendly ones. They must have just been friendly Komodo dragon oh. things. There you because go. James no Bond one was concerned lied. about them. <laughs> yeah, James Bond got it wrong. <laughs> um, but oh, we did okay. like so much snorkeling as well. Like I love being in mm. the sea, and um, the the snorkeling out there was incredible. Um, specifically on this trip, because I felt like a lot of the corals, um, the coral reefs, and the wildlife and stuff just wasn't really there for some of the stuff. So we tried to book trips that were more smaller groups and stuff like that. But um, in when we did the co-rock trip, which was it has to be small, it's really regulated. Um, yeah. All of the spots where we didn't see another boat while we were there at all, um, or at any of the snorkel sites as well. And then we went to a completely uninhabited island for like the afternoon, which was stunning. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that as well as like learning so much about cultures and like ha- helping to understand people and yourself and stuff while traveling it also kind of like makes you realize um sort of your impact on it all yeah because yeah like i said the wildlife and stuff wasn't i mean i when i have snorkeled forever i can't even remember the first time it was when i did but i just remembered snorkeling in a few places while we were in thailand and and in australia um where it just wasn't as vibrant and as like many fish and wildlife as you expected and it actually shocked me a little bit yeah um because we did it's crazy it is it really is and we did um we went to australia as well when we traveled because i've always always wanted to do um oh yeah tell me about that actually yeah australia was amazing um i really wanted to do i've always wanted to do the great barrier reef and um so we did. We went to Port Douglas. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounded like you didn't go. So it was we like, didn't do that, yeah. We always um, wanted to do it. Never did it. <laughs> no, I was like, if I don't do anything on Australia other than mm. do the Great Barrier Reef. I mean, we were there for two months as well, so... Um, oh, wow. So you had plenty of time to I sort of I had time, so if I didn't... <laughs> yeah. Was that the majority of your trip then? I know you said you went for five months, so did you sort of... It was the longest was we the... were in one country, yeah. yeah, because we were meant to go to Bali. We did, like, Thailand, Cambodia, Thailand again... Singapore um then we had to go to Kuala Lumpur because we was meant to go to Bali from Singapore but the volcano erupted it was when the volcano in Bali erupted Damn, so all yeah. of the flights were cancelled we were meant to be there for three weeks um mm. and we'd planned so much stuff so we ended up going to Australia earlier so we did the whole of the east coast literally from top to bottom in a way Melbourne I was gonna say to it might have been a bit better off I mean you're missing out on one thing but like to see more of Australia I think you need to do at least a month there yeah. anyway so to get to do two months is a kind of a blessing, really. You get to do so much. Yeah, we, it was amazing. We were so lucky because um, I have some family in Australia and um, one of my mum's friends 
moved to Australia as well. So when we were like stranded in the most expensive place we were going to, which was Singapore, um, we had to ring everyone like, can we come and stay with you, please? <laughs> because we <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is kind of helpful that you had someone there at least. Yeah, we were so lucky and, and people were like putting us up for like a week or a week and a half or even a few days. It was just helping us, you know, which was so, so lucky because going from Southeast Asia to Singapore and then Australia, you're getting more and more expensive as you go along. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine. And obviously neither so of us like, were working. We literally was just going about. Yeah. I was gonna say, to did you travel. do any work while you were out there or was it just strictly you're traveling around? Just traveled. I don't know why we, like, it was amazing to not have to work, but... um... Did you ever feel worried, though? Because that's the thing about travelling, it it kind of freaks me out a bit that I'd be in a position where I have nothing. Yes. um, We kind of had a safety blanket. Like, when we left, everyone was like, oh, if you run out of money... If you really run out of money, like we'll help yeah. you out. Um, because I, I don't know if that's like a because they know me, you're not very good at budgeting or something like that. Um, and more of an insult onto you then is what you think. That's basically <laughs> it, yeah. Um, but no, we kind of had a safety blanket. Like I, I, I know you hear all these stories when you're like, oh, I got stranded in a country because I couldn't afford the flight home. We yeah. kind of always knew that wasn't going to happen to us. No, so you, um, it kind of did that relax the trip a bit more then? Did you, like less stress mm. in the sense of worrying about that you can focus more on what you're looking at and what you're experiencing more yeah like what you want to do in each country um and all the experiences because we was like we'd always said that before we left we were like we don't want to have to worry about anything no so we actually booked all of our flights before we left so right, we knew okay. what countries we were going to go to apart from obviously the bali situation we had to change a few things i was gonna say now but i know booked... i know you very well in the sense shannon you're very organized mm. <laughs> now, would you say you were as organised back then as you are now? Um, I, I, I find this so funny when people say I'm organised because my family would completely disagree with well, you. Well, I, I say um, more organised in if you like if you know what's going on in the sense of you've got a strict sort of itinerary of the day in that sense. So like, mm-hmm. not maybe maybe not organised to the extent of like you've planned every minute. But I think you kind of mm. would have a clue of what's going on in terms of your, like you say, you booked all your flights beforehand. So yeah, were you we always like to aware have a of rough that? Idea. Or did you... Yeah, so I knew I didn't want to miss, I had to go to Singapore. That was also really high on my priorities. So I was like, I'm not missing that. So we, what right. we did is we went to a company called STA Travel and um, we organised our trip with them. So we booked all of our flights. It's called a worldwide ticket. Yeah. So we booked all of our flights with them um, before we left. So we knew we were going to make it to the countries that we wanted to. Um, But we ended up, luckily, the most sensible thing I've ever done in my life was to get um, insurance on all of the flights. Right, yeah, Um, just in case. Because obviously if you're travelling around, anything could happen, can it? I mean, like you say, all your flights got cancelled, didn't they? Yeah, so we were like... Uh, we were, I'm in an iron about it because we thought, no, we're not going to change the flights. They're, that's the whole point in going. We want to go to these countries. Yeah. And um, then I was like, it was really cheap, like insurance. I thought, oh, do you know what? We'll just get it for the peace of mind. Right, yeah. And I think we had like, say we had 15 flights. Mm-hmm. We changed more than 50% of them. Um, because it was like, because once we could, we were like, we're going to do that then because... Once you're there, you change your mind about how long you want to stay somewhere. I was going to say, were there any particular places that you didn't 
feel like you wanted to spend as long when you got there. Like this is not an insult on that, like necessarily mm-hmm. the country, but you know what I mean. You, you got there and you thought, oh, I've actually maybe I've done everything I wanted to do. Yes, I want to move on. We sort of had, oh my god, we had the worst luck in Vietnam. I mean, we were there. For I mean that, that sentence alone. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we had the worst luck like, in I, Vietnam. I'm probably. <laughs> everyone is gonna be like probably hating me because I feel like I'm the only person I know that didn't enjoy um Vietnam but I think we were just unlucky in the fact that um we were there for I think like it might have been four weeks because we did the top to the bottom like no bottom to the top I can't remember anyway yeah um but they had one of the worst typhoons in the middle of the country that they've ever had uh, no, sorry, not ever had, that they had in the last 20 years. Perfect timing to go for a explore, like, you know, exploring holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so it rained the whole time because we were getting the ends of the typhoon where we were because we were on the coast. And, oh my God, it rained so much. Like, literally everywhere we went, it was like, oh, it's going to rain tomorrow. Oh, it's going to rain the whole time you're here. I mean... The rain was so bad in one of the places we stayed in yeah. that we were flooded into our hotel for three days. Oh, jeez. That is We couldn't that's leave. Bad. And the electric got shut off. So all in all, a terrible experience. <laughs> Literally, we couldn't have... Anything that could have gone wrong in Vietnam for us did. Um, but it just also brings back the reality of travelling. It is so... Um, um, what's the word I'm I, I guess flippant would be a good word you know yeah and you just you can't you can plan a bit but you really can't have concrete plans because it's going to change it's going to be it's so fluid and I think that that's one of the biggest lessons I learned as well because I feel like before I went and even while I was there you kind of just think oh it's being ruined because we can't do this or we can't do that but then there's always another opportunity that comes up like I still haven't been to Bali but I am going to go one day so you know, we were sad about it at the time. Um, Vietnam, we didn't have the experience that some people did, but mm. it's the reality of travelling. And they're the kinds of things you don't see on Instagram as well. Yeah, I was like, going to say. Everyone makes out it, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, today I ate, I ate with, like, a Shaolin monk and blah, blah, blah. But then, obviously, don't tell you, oh, we also lost all our luggage. You know, it, it is that sort of... <laughs> exactly. Um, sort of two-sided story, isn't it? You know, And it is, to be fair, that's going on to the, the whole thing when I talked about social media before it's that mm. mindset of what you see on screen is not necessarily what's happening <laughs> yeah it's totally different and you have so many times um where you're not doing anything when you're traveling or you're planning the next move yeah. like we never knew where we were staying we were probably three or four days in advance of knowing where we're going to be sleeping the next night so we tried to like plan our hotels and or hostels or airbnbs and stuff like that but because we kept moving about so much and changing our minds, we couldn't book anything in advance. So we always had about probably three nights worth of accommodation at any one point in time. Yeah. And then after that, we were like, we don't know where we're going to be, um, which was really cool, but it just takes up time planning that. Yeah. Um, I suppose that's... You just feel like you're constantly planning and yeah. That's the side you don't um, see to travelling, I guess. Yeah. And I just think that all of it together, you have the great times and then you have like the times where you're like oh we're not doing anything this evening and you feel kind of lost and then you have like the times where you're organizing so I just yeah. think all of that together it just makes you re-evaluate everything that you do when you're at home 
Yeah. I certainly felt like that when I was away anyway. I just, I felt like I'd changed so much in a good way and was much more open-minded. And I was worried that when I came home, I wasn't going to feel that way. And what, have you? Yeah, I mean, I I think I've mentioned earlier, maybe, that I I actually wrote down like a journal while we were away because my memory is terrible um, and I didn't want to forget anything. And um, reading how I used to, how I wrote everything down and how I used to think and stuff like that, I'm like, God, who is this person? Um, so I kind of made it my mission when I came home to sort of strive for happiness rather than success because I managed to see all of these happy people in Cambodia that were happy with what they had um mm. and I think that that was the biggest one for me and then obviously the traveling after that and making sure that you still felt that way and see that there's so much opportunity and, and different things to learn all the time out there um for you to discover yeah. I think that it took a little while I mean I've been back now for a couple of years um and I don't think I've lost that um growth I guess that I that I did when I was traveling and it sounds so cliche to be like oh my god I found myself when I was traveling (laughs) um I wouldn't quite say that I just think that I opened my mind a little bit more and for that I'm really grateful because I probably wouldn't have met you because I'm pretty sure I joined um studio players after I came back from traveling oh really Mm. I'm sure that's crazy that well Oh, you wouldn't be here doing this podcast today. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, <laughs> it's it's definitely something I highly, highly recommend to people. So what you're saying is, um, oh, by the way, I was going to say, was there anything you've taken away from this? But I think you've just nailed it. <laughs> I haven't stopped talking, uh, really, have I? <laughs> completely. No, 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 it's fine, though, because, you know, clearly you feel so strongly about mm. it. You know, and I think that's great. And I think you, I mean, you've, you've summed it up very well there, to be honest. I couldn't have sort of put it any better or, you know, asked the question any better myself. So um, had you not gone travelling, uh, you would not have been on this podcast. And, you know, clearly, you know, this is the more important thing. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> so bad. No, but it's it's funny how things lead you to others, doesn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. No, it is mad, to be honest. But no, I, I think you've, yeah, that was really good. Really impressive. Like, really interesting to hear as well because I didn't I've never actually sort of I don't even think I realized you went traveling properly no so yeah because we met hearing that information just hearing that was just really quite interesting and seeing your your takeaway from it all because I think that's the important thing no one ever really talks about what they've taken away from traveling uh, in that sense you know what I mean people say oh yeah I went to this amazing place blah 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 saw all this mm. and I never I hardly ever hear you know all right but how did that affect you yeah and I think you've just summed that up perfectly so and honestly nice. <laughs> I could talk about it all day though I mean there's so many it's yeah I highly recommend it for people to do if even even if it's just like a three-week holiday but you go to like multiple places in that three-week time and and you have to be a bit more strict on your planning when you do a short trip like that but it's made it's changed how I want a holiday um but you have such highs and such lows and there are some really funny funny experiences that come out of it all as well I mean like you know I kept saying that Cambodia was my favorite place Mm. and we did um an amazing temple trip where we uh, went and saw Angkor Wat and um we watched the sunset and it made the temple go gold and it was like incredible but um we also 
went to um, the Bayan Temple, which isn't spoken about as much as Angkor Wat. It's not as famous, although it's got uh, 54 towers, which each have four faces um, on them. So it's like an incredible, incredible temple. Um, but there's like no health and safety out there. So you can literally go wherever you want in this falling down um, temple. And um, you have yeah. to wear trousers, like long trousers, because of the uh, religious side of things. Yeah. So we had to buy, you know, those um, trousers that everybody has with elephants on and stuff. <laughs> we had to buy those. And they're really thin material. Yeah, it's like really linen almost, isn't it? It's... Yeah, and it was so hot, it's humid and whatever. And um, we got lost, in, me and Ash got lost in this temple. We lost our tour guide because we were too busy, obviously being in a world of our own as usual. tourists. (laughs) Yes. And so we were rushing to get back because we wanted to see the sunset at Angkor Wat. So we were rushing. And all of a sudden, I hear this rip. Oh, no. And I'm like, I'm like, Ash, I think I just ripped my trousers. (laughs) And she's like, no, you haven't. And I was like, no, I swear, I just ripped my trousers. And then every time I moved, I could hear ripping more and more. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to leave this temple basically naked because my trousers keep ripping, <laughs> honestly. So just to let everybody know, get different trousers, okay? If you're going <laughs> to do a humid temple day trip. I had to tie, when we got back to the car, I had to tie my um, raincoat around my waist for the rest of the day was not ideal wow well there you go if you go and traveling make sure you take an extra pair of trousers that's a tip for you all there (laughs) (laughs) no one told me (laughs) transition Transition. Music. music on into the ever popular <laughs> top 10s and yeah. this week's top 10 is top 10 cocktails so this one's for you Shannon um I think you'll be quite good at this I, one <laughs> I love this I love this topic it is it's just it's a great great topic <laughs> to choose for my top 10 Let's crack okay. on then, shall we? So just run through them. <laughs> run through them. Does it have to be in order of my favourite? Oh, have you put it in order? I, d- I don't know if I, I don't know if I have an order to be honest because I just all round really enjoy all cocktails. Fair enough. Um, so I'm gonna, I, mm, I could probably tell what my least favourite is of my list, but I can okay. tell you what my favourite is. So I probably shouldn't have asked that question because I can't do it. <laughs> That's well. How about you start with your least favorite, and then everything else after that? We know that you do like anyway. <laughs> okay, and it's only my least favorite because I really, really want to like it a lot, but it has. <laughs> it's just there's a certain way of making it which I haven't grasped yet. Right. Okay. Okay, and because of another reason, I'll tell you in a minute. So, oh. the first one is a margarita, which is made with tequila. I love tequila. Yes, yeah, see, I used to be a massive fan of tequila until a an experience, which we don't need to go into, um, put me well, off Well, I think we do need to go into, because now you've said that. <laughs> the thing is, is it's not really my experience. It was someone else's, but it put me off of it. Right, um, okay. And it's just like, there's a, there's a difference between rubbish, really bad club tequila, like that you get in a club oh, God, at the yeah. end of the night. 
and like decent tequila and I got scarred for life from terrible, terrible tequila, oh, uh, no. which made one of my friends very sick next to me on the coach on the way home because it was someone's big birthday. So they'd organise this whole thing. And right at the end of the night, one of my friends was like, oh, let's just do these shots. And I was like, no. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> and they didn't have any salt or lemon. So we just had to knock it back. And I did one and I was like, I can't do it. I, that's disgusting. I can't do another one. So she did the other three, which obviously ended in tears. Yeah. And um, yeah, since then I've been trying my best to like tequila again. I really want to, um, which is why Mar- uh, Margarita made it to my list because it's a great cocktail. Very but good. I need to learn to drink tequila again. Tequila's um, lovely. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a love or hate thing though, because Me- Megan yes. can't stand it. Like, okay. I can drink it and it's perfectly fine. Like, you know, yeah. but yeah, she yeah she can't do it. So yeah, I think it's a love or hate. Yeah, and I wanna I wanna love it again. So that's why that's there. <laughs> um, and then I've got Cosmopolitan because it's a classic, and I make them at home. And without sounding too, like bigging myself up too much, I do make a really good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, sticking with the vodka theme. Uh, espresso martini also up there because it keeps you awake for the whole night so you have one of them when you're feeling a little bit right yeah. like you're slacking or you needed to you need to stay awake again i also make those um at home or for anybody's party to be honest because they're a great cocktail <laughs> i can't stand um, espresso martinis because of the coffee no i do not drink coffee no i love the smell of it and maybe i'll have a frappuccino but i don't drink mm. coffee have you tried an espresso martini though? I've had a sip and I think I just panicked. <laughs> oh, okay. Because my sister doesn't drink coffee, doesn't like it, but right. she'll drink an espresso martini. Right. So you might, if you don't panic this time when you take a sip <laughs> and enjoy it, you might actually like it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, give it a go. Um, so that was my third one. Yep. And then um, I've got, I mean, I don't know if this counts as a cocktail, but I'm going to say it does. It's a blini, which is just Prosecco or champagne with like a peach or it's normally with like a peach um, liqueur or... Um, yeah, I think it's more of like a, I like to reference it as like the classy cocktail because okay. it's not very difficult, is it? But it's also, no. you sip it from like a champagne flute or whatever, so it's like... Mm. posh cocktail yeah pretty much <laughs> yes yeah okay we'll go with that but that's one of my favorites i love i love a fizz of any description very good mainly prosecco though <laughs> um and then i okay this one has made it in just because it's easy to drink and it's a porn star martini and <laughs> i, I do really that. like them they're so nice but yet like everyone loves them and i just feel like i've drunk them for so long I need to find more variety in my life, but they can't not make it to the top 10 because it's such a great drink, really, isn't it? It's very easy to drink. Yeah, it goes down so nice. You can drink like, well, I'm quite a lightweight, so I can't drink very many, but you could drink like five and it just tastes so nice. Um, Not very very strong. It doesn't taste really alcoholic. No, no, that's the thing. They're deadly, though, when that's the case. Like any cocktail, when they're fruity and you're like, oh, this is nice. And it goes yeah, down like very easy. You're... That's really exactly. 
Like if you're sat at a bar and you're just drinking a few and you haven't really moved, you'll just keep drinking them as they come in along. And then you go to get up. That's when it hits you. Hits you like a steam train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of what I was telling you about uh, the mojitos yeah. I made last night. And speaking of mojitos, that's also on my list, which I was going to come to next, because obviously I'm doing a mixture of alcohols here. So we've done tequila, we've done vodka, fizz, and now moving on to the rums. um, You've organised your list. This is the first very (laughs) organised list, I will say. I like variety, so I needed to make sure I had variety in there. Um, But mojitos up there, but I just can't make it. I've done it at home. It tastes disgusting. But then I went out on Saturday and I had a raspberry mojito and it was delicious right i've seen a whole new range so i i've had a strawberry mojito before which yeah. is very nice but yes. the other day i saw a what was it oh what was it i think it was a i think it was a mango mojito nice was that good? um i've not i've not had it but i've seen it and i want to make it that's what yeah it does look very good though i've seen a whole bunch but so what would you say is your favorite mojito then do you say raspberry no, I, I just like a well-made one. There's a knack right. to making it and I can't do it. So I, I'd, I'd go classic, but I get worried that it's not going to be made nice. So then I always add a bit of fruit, which is why I went for the raspberry one the other night. Ah. Um, but just a mojito. I'm well, happy with just What do you mojito. normally put in your mojito to make it then? Because I discovered something last night which could change it for you. Okay, so I've only made it once because it was that disgusting. Um, and we only had Bacardi rum and I don't think that's the right rum to use. I use that, trust me. It works, oh, you but did? just carry on, carry on. Okay. Loads of ice. Yep. Um, mint leaves. Yep. And um, like, I think it was like a squeeze of a whole lime or half a lime and then like a teaspoon of sugar or a tablespoon of sugar. Right. Have I missed something? Okay, so shall I tell you what's in mine? Yes. So I, funny enough, I got the majority of this res- uh, recipe from uh, TikTok. So, mm-hmm. you know, thank TikTok for that. Um <laughs> So basically, you start off with, so you get like a little like a normal glass. Um, you get, I put four lime segments into the glass. Okay. Then you get like a handful of mint leaves, or as many as you prefer. Crush them before you put them in. Drop them in. Yeah. Then what you need is 50 milliliters of Bacardi rum. Mm-hmm. Put that in. Is that one measure or is that two measures? Uh, I think, well, I don't know. all i know is it's 50 milliliters it could be yeah it's probably i think it looks about one measure okay but i'll send i'll send you the recipe probably anyway but um yeah then you do 25 milliliters of a sugar syrup okay okay so not actual sugar um though you can sort of do the rim of the glass can't you with the sugar and stuff but i haven't done that yet um anyway Mm -hmm. so yeah 25 of the sugar syrup then a splash of lime cordial. Oh. Right. Okay. And this was something I tried last night because my mum was like, oh, why don't you put a bit of lime cordial in? It might give it more of a, a sweeter, limey flavour. Yeah. Blew my mind. And that's the oh secret. So I poured a bit of that in. Then you crush mm. all the stuff together in the glass. I use like the end of a rolling pin because I haven't quite got all the equipment yet. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you crush it all. <laughs> In the glass, and then you put in like a handful of ice. So that's when you put in your ice. And I put the yeah. ice to the top of the glass, and then you top it up with soda water. I did I not do that? I don't know. I don't know. I... No. Sorry, I was just trying to think back to why why no, I did. Right. But um, 
Did you make your own sugar syrup? So I can make my own sugar syrup, but I didn't. I got this one from the shop, which is in Morrison's currently. Oh, so you can buy it? Yeah, yeah. It's like sugar cane syrup, and it's only like three quid. Oh, okay. That sounds easier. Yeah, it is a lot easier. basically, I've just been making it wrong. Well, I I don't know. But try it that (laughs) way. I'll send you that recipe. Try it that way and tell me if it's any different. And honestly... It hit me like a steam train last night. I said this to you. I was editing <laughs> last night and all of a sudden my arms just went, ooh. <laughs> and like everything Honestly, relaxed. Uh, so I had brilliant. two, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's... Of course. Yeah, that's my recipe for it. And it honestly, it's really good. But I'll, I'll send it to you anyway. But yeah, sorry, carry yes, on. Really off topic now. But <laughs> No, that was... I need that because I love a mojito, but I always have to get it out. And there's always a risk as well when you're out and if the barman doesn't make it right and you just yeah. don't want to be... You don't want to be that person that goes, that's gross, can you start again? Oh, you God, know, so you, you have to drink this drink that's not nice and it's just... It's not it's a good awkward. experience really, is it? <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll, um, I will learn to make that one. Um, where are we? Okay, so... Uh, pina colada, because that's just like being on holiday. Yeah. That's up there. Um daiquiri and now i've always had a strawberry daiquiri but there's actually just a tradition a traditional daiquiri as well so i again would have any kind of daiquiri because it's just i always forget about it as well when i go out but it's just delicious and yeah it's, quite it's just wrong because i drink that. yeah i drink mainly vodka um cocktails so sometimes i like to mix it up a bit and a daiquiri is the way to go <laughs> go wild <laughs> and then now this cocktail I'd oh I'd totally forgotten about, um, and I'm probably going to say it wrong. So hopefully no one else knows how to say this, but it's a caprinha. Oh, I never know how which, to say it, but I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, it's a Brazilian. It's got a um, a rum in it called. Uh, God, I'm going to absolutely nail this one as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cachaça, and it's a Brazilian rum, and it's like with just lime and it's really really fresh and I remember just drinking loads of them when I was on holiday very nice um, in I think it was like Dominican or something like that but it was just so nice and I don't think I've had one ever since but it just if I was to it would make me go back to like back good time you know so I like a cocktail that reminds you of the best times how many have I done now you are five six seven I think this is your eighth so this will be your ninth now your next one Oh, oh really? Oh, I no. think. Okay, I'm gonna. I think okay, I don't know. Um, I'm guessing. Wait. Okay, no, I actually think this is my tenth. Oh wow! Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, it is. Yeah, I think um, it is. Yeah. So this one is, I had it at um, a place I went to on Saturday called Amazonico, and it was called a peacock spritz. I think I've seen and... the Instagram photo of the peacock, but yeah. It's a peacock that came in a peacock <laughs> glass. I mean, if you're going to give me a cocktail, make it fancy. And I was like, all day long, I need this cocktail that comes in a peacock glass. Um, and t- to add the bonus, the cocktail was actually nice that was in it. Because I would have ordered it just for the glass as yeah. well, even if I didn't like it. But it was um, Ciroc vodka, Aperol, um, then a Marasuya, which is a, a type of passion fruit, and then champagne. And loads of ice. And oh my god. Amazing. Very good. Wow. I'd probably say that was my favourite cocktail of late because it came in a peacock glass. And it was nice. 
Well, uh, I think so it's a, a lovely selection of drinks you've, you've produced there. <laughs> and now I really want a cocktail. Yeah, I was going to say. And it, I'm probably going to have to make some as well. At 12.40. I like making them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Transition. Transition. Music. Music. brings us on to our next section now this is a new section for those of you that heard the last episode um i i didn't do the <laughs> the jingle for this one megan did so i'm gonna do an impression of it but i'm gonna play her version over the top of mine <laughs> okay okay so this is the jingle do this or that i really didn't want to laugh but i just i don't know why but they're just i don't know why it makes me laugh but there you because, go. Because, really yeah, no, it. no one does. They just laugh. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to go through 10 this or that style questions. It's a bit of a quick fire round. Oh, God. All right. Okay. So literally just say the first thing that pops to your head. All right. No, I'm a little bit nervous. Now. Oh, don't, don't worry. They're, they're not going to be horrible mm. ones, he says. Okay. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Right. You ready? You might have to keep, keep count on your fingers. All right. Oh, okay. Ready? Okay. Yes. Cue the powerful music cat or dog dog stuffed animals or dolls stuffed animals day or night night text message or call text summer or winter summer tea or coffee That's a difficult one because I'm a coffee fan, but I do like. I'm gonna go coffee. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a difficult one. Money or fame? Money. Sorry. Either way, those ones are bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bagels or toast? Bagels. It's not often I have a bagel, but if I had a choice, exactly. it would be a bagel. Uh, TV shows or movies? Movies. Finally, Facebook or Twitter? Mm, I'm terrible uh, on both, so um, Twitter, because I think it's probably more entertaining. Well done. You can breathe. <laughs> I did it. I don't know why I literally just took that so seriously. I know. Like, well, the thing is... My answers were like this. <laughs> the music over the top of that is also dramatic, so it makes it sound like it's a game show. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. You don't win in anything. Uh, you know, it's purely enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I won't expect any presents to arrive in the post anytime soon. That's fine. I'll send through a bottle of uh, tequila. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. So, this brings us on to the final two segments of the show. Uh, you will be familiar with these jingles, however, because they will never leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the first one is, do do do, what's on your radar? Yes, that was a good one. You done that one well today. <laughs> <laughs> I like hearing it because it's, I'm. You've got. You've nailed it now. I feel like the first few times I was listening to it, I feel like it was a little different each yeah. time, but now. Yeah, well, I think I've got, gained some consistency, but I don't really know because I never listened to it back. <laughs> it's all guesswork. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Okay, do I just go now? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, well, I'll, I'll give a reminder of what this section is, just in case. Yes. 
uh, yeah. any, anyone doesn't know. But this is a section where uh, I ask my guests to tell me a recommendation, something that's on their radar. This could be something they've listened to, watched, heard, eaten, drunk, anything. Uh, and basically tell us why it deserves to be on everybody else's radar. So fire away. What have you got for me? Okay. I have three, so I hope that's okay. That's fine. And I'll say them quick, quickly. <laughs> I'll try to anyway. <laughs> um, so my first one is um, a clothing company called Never Fully Dressed. Um, and I recently came across it, I think via Instagram. Um, and basically uh, what I like about them is a lot of their... Um, clothing is now designed and produced in the uk oh, right, yeah. um which is fantastic you know um supporting all of the uh, local people in their area that they're based and as well as um obviously cutting down on emissions because they're not flying stuff in and things like yeah. that so i love that about it but they also have this really cool thing um because you know what we're all like you, and they're really beautiful clothes and they're quite unique so you would remember it and you know what we're like everyone's got this vanity where you can only wear something once yeah. or something like that so what they do is once you've had enough of it um and you don't want that clothing anymore you can sell it back to them for points oh and then you can use those points to um buy more products from them um and then they sell it on their outlet or their um previously owned site so you're recycling the clothing rather than it being thrown into landfill oh perfect um, that's very good yeah so i really love that about them and, and they're just a brand that are really trying to find more and more ways to become more sustainable which is something i'm quite passionate about yeah no, um, and if i can learn more about yeah. it from people um i like to so there's a little bit of a theme to my things on my radar <laughs> um so um, my next one is the Netflix series called um, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Oh, I've, um, I've heard of this. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I only... I mean, I'm terrible. I never have time to sit and watch anything, but I've made an effort to watch two episodes so far. Um, <laughs> and Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and um, it's really, really interesting. And again, they're just... They're, they're all about the... So far, what I've learned is it's all about um, sustainability, environment, um, health, and making sure there's enough room for everyone on the planet and every living thing. Yeah. Um, so they're really they're really hot on the sustainability um, and the health side of things as well. And it's it's so interesting and it's really educational. And so I would really recommend people watch it for the education and the fact that in the first episode. Zach Efron takes his top off. So if that doesn't make you watch it, I don't know what will. Sold. Sold. I'm there. Let's go. <laughs> no, he's very handsome. He's got a beard in this one. He has. He has. Um, Interesting. He's quite hairy, actually, yeah. Wow. Um, definitely looks very different to his high school musical days. Someone actually pointed out, funny enough, that he's the only person that sort of... He's adapted and aged as their crush. So they, they were... Yes, I've seen that. When they watched him and he was younger, obviously in (laughs) High School Musical, he was the perfect man for him then. But then he sort of, over Mm -hmm. time, he's morphed with their taste. Yeah. Which I thought was a really funny thing to point out. Um, (laughs) But there we go. (laughs) Yeah, everyone was like, well done, Zach, for for keeping us uh, in love with you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Becoming yourself. I don't know. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's really weird, isn't it? it is. When you put it like it's that. It's so straight. Thank you for becoming you. Very <laughs> um, and then my final one, which I absolutely love, and I literally discovered this probably two or three months ago now, is a skincare brand called Tropic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Tropic Skincare, and I'm obsessed with skincare anyway because, you know. We're all getting older and I don't want wrinkles. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm also like learning so much from this brand. So um, it's actually um, owned and created by Susan Ma, who was on The Apprentice. Oh, right. Yeah. And she didn't win, but um, Lord Allen Sugar invested in her company anyway and became a partner. But. It's such a brilliant brand. It's all uh, natural ingredients, vegan, cruelty-free, um, sustainably sourced. Um, the company itself is carbon neutral. Yeah. They double offset all of their emissions. Um, they are heavily involved in charity work. They protect the Amazon uh, rainforest. They, um, they do it all. <laughs> in, they, honestly, I couldn't believe that I didn't know about this this company. And the fact that, yeah, they do so, so much. And then another thing that they've done recently, and it was actually completed in February, is they um, built a school in Cambodia. Ah, there's the link back. (laughs) Yes. Um, In an an area that's really, really poor, and only 10% of people in that area could read read and write. Yeah. So um, they've now given them the opportunity that, that more people can learn and educate themselves. Oh, wow. On top of on top of all of that, the skincare I can vouch for it is absolutely amazing. Um, it's reasonably priced. It's got no chemicals in it whatsoever. You can understand every single ingredient that goes into yeah. it. Um, and yeah, they they do refillable um, packaging. So once you've bought the product, you can buy the refillable pouches for a discounted price and prevent the plastic from going into landfill. So. Um, all round brilliant company. Wow. Brilliant. So there you go, there's my top there's my three radar. Well, it's gonna make my one sound so weak. Every time, every time someone comes up with something really good and mine are just like, eh, yeah. Well <laughs> Yeah, but you have to come up with them every week. Yeah, that's I suppose. quite a lot, really. I suppose, yeah. Well well mine this week, first of all is the T V programme Sherlock. Um I've started rewatching. Well no, I finished. So I did I rewatched. I don't know if you've ever seen Sherlock. Yes. Oh my god, obsessed with it! Oh, are you? And I always thought they were going to do another. I um, think they should. I think series, and and they didn't. No, no, but no. I'm sure that there was like a rumor about it, yeah. and they didn't. And I was like, "Well, what?" <laughs> I rewatched it. Um, I don't know if you saw my my Instagram. I was I was in it briefly. Um, <laughs> oh my god, yes, I did see that. I loved it. I keep on bringing that up every time I see it. I'm like, I have to tell people, please, I'm relevant. Um, but no, <laughs> uh, no, it was really yeah. fun. So that was that was a really good little memory. Uh, but yeah, no, oh, I forgot how good it was. You know, like I know how good it is, but you know when you rewatch something, you think, God, that is really good. Like I can yes. keep rewatching it. Um, yeah. And just yeah, I hope they bring out another one. I really do. You know, they're not not it's too so old good. Yet. Even if it's just a one off, I just need something. I need my Sherlock fix. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I agree. No, that's a great. That is a really good one. And then my second one is actually a board game. You know. You okay. didn't think I could be any more boring, but I have. I have been. Um, <laughs> so basically, it's called Cash and Guns. Um, and if you don't oh, okay. know it, search it and look for it. It's like £19 or something. 
But the whole point mm-hmm. is, it's like like a Mexican standoff with foam guns. So you can have up to eight people playing, and the aim of the game is to try and get the loot in the middle. There's only, there's so many other things about it. Read up on it. Fantastic game, honestly. So it noble. doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't sound like your regular board game. No, it's more no, definitely not. It's one interactive than the board. It's so game, interactive. Isn't it? uh, and I put on the character of Pedro. Pedro. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to. You get different characters on it, but I like giving them actual character like backgrounds and everything. It's fun. Um, but yeah. yeah, cash and guns. Search it up on Amazon. Buy it because you will not regret it at all. Okay. It's a bit confusing at cash first, but guns. the game only lasts for like half an hour, so it's a really quick game that you can keep on replaying. Oh right. So it's very. You're fun. not going to be sitting there for like half a day. Yeah, as it's if not you're playing Monopoly. Or it's something. not Monopoly. Um, mm-hmm. But it, honestly, it is really fun. Um, yeah, no, definitely, I recommend that. <laughs> I like it. I'm uh, going to look that up. I would like to say that segues us into our next one, but it really doesn't. Um, <laughs> so our next section, uh, I'm going to fire the jingle at you. Are you ready? Okay. You, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to just be in the zone and okay. not laugh. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Did it do? What's your plug? See? didn't laugh but i feel like you wanted to i held it together <laughs> it's the uh the good actor in me. everyone is the same <laughs> you know one of these days these jingles I don't will even not know be why. laughing stock but for now <laughs> exactly yeah we'd, we'd all miss them if they weren't there like you couldn't exactly. put anything else in that spot now no what can That's i do it. i was gonna like make the jingle but now i'm like oh, i'm gonna have to just do it aren't i i'm, I'm going to yeah oh dear it wouldn't be right if you didn't now it's, <laughs> it's you're too far gone no. Um, right, so this this part of the show is where I get the guest, and again, unfortunately, the, the wording is dreadful, but uh, where I get the guest to plug themselves, or something, <laughs> something else. Or so, something. you know, <laughs> I know, it, honestly, every time I say it, I'm like, oh, for God's sake. So this is where you plug something that you're working on, or a business that you've got, or someone else's business, or anything at all that you're involved with, or you think other people should be involved with. So, far away. I've literally been dreading this part, to be honest, because um, I literally, I don't, I don't even know what to, what to bring up, to be honest. <laughs> Just so busy, you know. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Um, do you know what, actually, something that I've started to become more interested in mm-hmm. is, um, and you'll, you you actually might be able to help me with this, um, now that I've just thought about That's it, worrying. Um, is... no it's just um social media so i know that you you've um spoken about this before but yeah so basically i um have decided to um just be better on it and uh it doesn't really help really with what i'm trying to explain i'm not very good at explaining myself um but i've just become a bit more interested in it whereas i really wasn't interested before because i could only really see the negative sides of it um but there's such a great platform to be able to use. And mainly, um, I want to start changing my Instagram a bit. Right. So if people are interested in travel, food, and drinks, um, they're kind of my main things that go on to there. I put a little bit of some acting stuff on there as well, because that is also something I'm incredibly passionate about and working towards mm-hmm. and hoping to grow in that area Um towards the end of this year, providing coronavirus doesn't completely ruin everybody's yeah. plans. Um, but yeah, so if anybody wants to, I don't know, learn a little bit or 
get some traveling ideas or anything like that um i'm gonna start changing up my instagram so if you want to see that journey go ahead and follow me but um other than that i haven't had any specific projects that i have been working on other than just trying to be healthier and not eat all of the cakes that i make when i <laughs> and you do make a make lot of cakes throughout quarantine <laughs> i see your instagram and i'm like mm, that's another cake Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can I can speak for a few people, but I think your your peach loaf is pretty oh, yeah. insane. So, <laughs> thank you for that. Yes, but yes, yeah, so the next time you see me, Dan, because mm. you haven't seen me for a while, yeah. I might look a little bit different yes. <laughs> because I've just been eating just all got of the cake baking. in your pockets, uh, <laughs> in your brand new trousers that are ripped. <laughs> yes. You see, just oh, so dear. many, so many weird things happen to me. No, that's perfect. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that's my only thing really that I've I've not started that mini project that I've given myself to transform my Instagram, but it is something I'm going to be starting to do. Um, well, literally from now. Yeah. Um, I've sort of started thinking about oh, well, it properly, and <laughs> yes, there you go. Oh. So it's all sort of from this week. So otherwise, I would have literally had nothing to say. <laughs> perfect no that's really good i'll stick your instagram down in my description below so people can click the link or find you in any sense uh, and i'll also do some shout outs and stuff uh great get it out there but no i i think you know you. Uh, there's nothing more to say other than thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time out because unfortunately i think we've, oh, we've not hit the end. thank you yes no thank you so much for um for having me it's been quite the experience <laughs> well in a good way yeah, yeah I was gonna say, it sounds very negative <laughs> no it's very very good way <laughs> oh, no, i'm glad no i think a lot of people are the same they come on here start panicking then all of a sudden it's like oh this is it's actually quite easy why do you think i'm doing yeah. it <laughs> uh, no it is that sort of you know that sort of thing you know you come on and you do realize it's not so bad but you know it's good to catch up as well because I haven't seen you for a while either, so it's it's nice to catch up. Yeah, but uh, definitely, it's been great. Yeah. So, um, oh, one more thing I'd like to say is, I'm really trying to push people, trying to get sort of to leave reviews on the uh, mm-hmm. on the podcast. So, before you you know you turn this off and turn away, can you please leave a review wherever you get your podcasts? Write comments, rate it, any of that stuff, because it all makes the makes it all grow, and you know it really helps and it's nice to see everyone's sort of support as well i'm getting a lot of it and i love that so yes please more reviews if you can leave a review a like and whatnot but um yeah that's my uh, self plug done <laughs> but no thank you so much <laughs> for coming on today um shannon it's been really nice to catch up so thank you and yeah great to catch up with you as well perfect uh, and that being said i think i'll probably leave the outro here there you go, that's an ongoing joke. 